Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. We have a great show planned today. It's the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish. going to start in just a moment. Uh, I just want to draw attention to this Friday's pep talk. We're going to be talking about the peptide PT-141 since it's uh, FDA has approved Vilesi uh, to be used in women who seem to lose their libidos as they go through menopause. Uh, Vilesi is nothing more than PT-141. And it's a very powerful peptide, and it works. It works in men. It works in women much, much, much better. Uh, so if you're a guy who's struggling with your partner uh, because as she's gotten older, she's lost her interest in having sex, uh, this could actually save your marriage. And uh, that'll be Friday, so don't miss that. Uh, let's play Coach Rob's music. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, that's real interesting news on PT-141. Have they worked out the blood pressure spike issue? Well, the blood pressure spike was only an issue when you took it intranasally. It was never an issue, issue when you injected it. I remember reading something about that. Like, yeah, know. no, the blood pressure was only an issue with the intranasal, the nasal spray version of it. Right. Because that, that went right to the brain, and it did something uh, that, that you didn't want. It's not an issue uh, when you inject it at all. Right. At least a reasonable amount of it, right? <laughs> well, um, I don't want to get ahead of the uh, interview, but when men take it, they have to take about four milligrams, but women only need one milligram. So it's uh it's it's quite a uh, a difference in the dosing um for guys versus gals. Quite wow. a difference. That's great stuff, man. I can't wait to listen to that show. Yeah, it's you know, this is a big reason that people get divorced. There's two reasons people get divorced. Financial stress and um let's just say disparity in the need for sex. Uh, men's sex drive tends to continue on as they age. Women's tends to wane. And this becomes a real sore spot. Uh, it, it causes, you know, people who are very much in love with each other to to separate. Yeah, and it's sad, right, when you can do something about it now. Yeah, exactly. Now you can do something. You can take a shot. And with women, it lasts three days. So if you did it on Friday... You know, uh, you feel good about making love to your partner, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, most likely. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's an important discussion. And we actually have a female uh, doctor coming on, uh, Dr. Betsy. Uh, God, what's her last name here? I'll tell you. Hold on. She could, I, I wanted a woman to come on and talk about it, right? Because guys are always like, oh, yeah, you know, guys are always trying to get us to have more sex. 
And so, you know, this is uh, just another scam or scheme. And the reality is that uh, I figured, well, let's just get a woman on. Hey, hold on a second. Where's, I'll tell you her last name right now. Because um, yeah, Betsy Yurth, Dr. Betsy Yurth, Y-U-R-T-H. So she's, uh, she's uh, an orthopedist. Uh, she's a podiatrist. Uh, she is a clinician. And she is also an anti-aging uh, doctor who is um, part of the International Peptide Society. So she's going to have lots of good stuff to talk about. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later in the show, but um, my kidney values are now normal. You know, and it, and it, it took ten weeks, but um, how many I'll, of those weeks have you been off of ephedra, ephedrine? Oh gosh, only a week or two. Do you notice that things sped up once you came off? No, because I can't really. I was only off for a few days at that point. Uh, it's possible, I guess. It I mean, yet. you you came on this show at least two shows ago, which would put us in the range of one full week, two full weeks. Yeah, probably like two full weeks now, and said that you had stopped. Right. And um, actually, at least two shows ago could have been three shows ago, actually. So you you you've been off it long enough, and you've been off it for let's say two to three weeks. Right. And back then, um, your values were still uh, in the high end of normal. Right. But now they've come down. I, I have to believe it had something to do with it. I really do. Well, whatever it is, it's you know it's working. So yeah, I'm gonna, right. I'm going to stay on that road. I am still waiting for my creatine kinase levels. Uh, oddly enough, the blood work didn't call for that. He, he once he saw though that the creatinine was back within range, he's like, he sent me right to the lab. And uh, and I gave it, and I'm just waiting on the phone call. Good, good. So yeah. we're hopeful. That's good. Fantastic. When can you start training again, you think? Well, that's the big question. I think he's going to want to see CK down. Um, but with the two papers that I presented to him, <clears throat> you know, I'm guessing... 500, you know, instead yeah. of 200, maybe. Right, right. Uh, yeah, because you just may be somebody, especially because you're probably losing a bunch of muscle right now, too. That has something well, to do with it. I don't know. You know, I'll be honest. I took measurements, and I'm pretty much the same size. Well, that's a good thing, then. Um, yeah. Curcumin and fish oil preserve muscle at peri- in periods of not training. Just keep that in mind. both of them daily. Yeah, so there you go. That's yeah. good. Um, okay. First question, what do you think is the most powerful advice you can give someone in the gym? The most powerful advice I could give to someone is this. Keep, keep it to just one set, one work set, and pursue strength increases at all costs. Now, I can and will elaborate further, but nothing I say, nothing I can say is going to serve you better than that advice. For the simple fact that by doing that, you are magnifying the most important fundamental of the three in training, which is intensity. So it goes intensity, volume, and frequency. By forcing someone to do more than they did last time during that one work set, it's pretty powerful. So if, if your bench press was 200 for six last week, 
it needs to be 200 for seven or more this week in order for you, right, to recognize an increase. That also greatly increases their focus. So now let me, let me elaborate a little further. I would pursue strength increases in the upper body, upper body movements, for six to ten reps um, with three-second negatives because the research is very clear. You know, those that are able to do a three-second negative um, got a lot stronger and a lot bigger if they were able to do it consistently. Lower body work, I would tell you to shoot for the 15 to 20 rep range, um, again, with three-second negatives, although it isn't quite as crucial on the lower body stuff for the simple reason that, you know, if you're bumping up, you're doing 20 reps on an exercise, um, you're getting close to the optimal time under tension. In truth, however, most people are going to be better served with a five-second negative versus three. Why is that? Well, (laughs) because any of you that, that have timed your reps, you know this to be true. Most people count fast, and the heavier the weight that they're using, the faster they'll count. It's just human nature. So think about doing a five-second negative. You usually wind up doing, <laughs> doing a three. Yeah. Um, and it's, this advice is pertinent for this reason also. Strength increases always, always precede size increases. If you don't believe that, try getting bigger by getting weaker. <laughs> you know, or find me one example of someone who got weaker, but at the same time, he or she got strong or got bigger. It doesn't happen, not in the real world, and especially not in genetically typical and drug-free individuals. So I'm going to keep this one short so that, you know, you get the, you get the message. Strength increases always happen before size increases. So pursue strength first. If, you are, if you're still not growing, God bless you. Add some volume. You know, that might be what you need. But strength has to come first. Um, this next question is an interesting question, especially because I, I, I thought about this myself because I saw a really interesting email from Mass over the weekend. What do you make, again, of the latest ECTI study, at least insofar as legit products on the market? And that's a big one, because there's a lot of products that aren't legit. They don't really have what they're supposed to have in them. Well, look, you know, I've been saying that for 25 years. However, that recent study confirmed something that someone else, Mass, has been saying for 25 years. Ectisterone is a legal, safe, and effective performance enhancer. And now we have the research in humans, right, that proves that. Mass's history with ectisterone goes back to 1993. From the day they opened their doors, they carried a product then called Zoe Discovery's um, Zebutol, which was a Suma sterile extract. It was outrageously effective. Um, Unfortunately, quality control became an issue, and that's when he took his SUMA production kind of in-house. It turns out that even using very low amounts of ectisterone in that study conveyed a decisive advantage in performance, muscle, and health. 
over 10 weeks, uh, the group getting the most active, which still wasn't a lot, I think it was 48 milligrams, something to that effect, 48 milligrams a day, they put on nearly five pounds of muscle, and it led to a significantly higher increase in one rep, right, max bench press performance. So, you know, that's, that should tell you something. 48 milligrams? That study also used uh, those doses. Yes, yeah, spinach extract. And, and while mass does think highly, very highly, of it, like a deep green spinach extract, um, they actually go the extra mile to give their customers what I consider the best, which they have three products with Ecti, Adaptogen N, Creanabolin, and Synthogen. All of them use vastly superior source material to spinach. For example, Ultrasuma and Adaptogen. It's the only 25 to 1 custom extract on the market. And in the other two products, Synthogen uh, and Creanabolin, you're getting genuine Raponticum carthamoids extract. I'm just stating the obvious here, okay? The, the bar doesn't get any higher the masses ectosterone, and they were true to it, even when a lot of people were bad-mouthing it and saying, no, it doesn't work. He knew it worked because he had the highest quality stuff, you know. It's the gold standard in source material, bar none. Um, there used to be a company in Europe that was doing a standalone RCE. I think it was full spectrum. Unfortunately, they since, you know, discontinued the product. So, um, look, if you're in the United States, um, by all means, I would tell you, if you're interested in using Ecti, go to Mass. You know, you're going to get the genuine article. I can't say the same for a lot of other places. Thermalife used to have an Ecti product called E-Ball. It was a very high-quality product. But even that, I think they've discontinued all products, from what I understand. So... That's how to take advantage of the latest ectosterone research, and I would love, love to hear from guys um, who take that plunge. I think it's going to be real interesting. You know, how much spinach would you have to eat to get a um, a, a good dose? Obviously not 48 milligrams, but to get, a, you know, let's say 10 milligrams of ecti. How much spinach would you have to eat? I don't know the exact figure, but it's a lot. It's a lot. The study authors even said, look, you, the, the average person is not going to be able to eat that amount of spinach. Um, so if you are looking for a spinach product, make sure it's an extract standardized for X milligrams of eight, you know, ectosterone. Yeah, it has to be standardized, obviously. Yeah. Hey, Rob, I don't hear you talk much about taking creatine. Do you, do you still take creatine and... What, what, well, what's your position on creatine in general? I do, but it's not as cut and dry as you think. Okay, so after my creatine kinase and, and creatinine adventures, <laughs> huh. the, the clue is in the name. Um, excess creatine can convert to the waste product creatinine. And while that usually isn't problematic in people, it certainly can be, especially in people like me, in throwing creatinine values. And the doctor even acknowledged this. He said, are you taking creatine? I said, well, I am, but it is not the 
creatine that converts to creatinine, you kind of scratch his head a little bit. But um, long story short, it can make kidney function look a lot worse, right, than it really is. And so for those, for those reasons and others, um, I only use crealkaline or creatine hydrochloride. Uh, I use creatine hydrochloride in Progenesrex for that very reason. It's extremely efficient. Creatine is a great supplement, okay? It does many wonderful things. But, you know, excess creatine, even in, in an otherwise healthy body, it's probably not a good thing. Just know and understand that if creatine monohydrate bloats you, I suspect that has a lot to do with, right, the hydrate part of monohydrate uh, and excess water retention. Some guys even get, like, moon face really bad. And while young kids that are underweight might see the scale go up, that excess water can work against you too, okay? And specifically, I'm thinking about in in your pound-for-pound strength, you're going to find that your chin-ups and your dips and your other body weight exercises, especially handstand push-ups, it's murder on those. It's not helping you at all. So... I would tell you, especially if you're into any amount of body weight work, and chin-ups at a minimum, you know, you should be, I would steer clear from creatine mono. Um, The other alternative is you'd have to give up body weight work, and that's some of the, the most authentic, purest resistance exercise that there is. I want, I wouldn't want to give that up on any level, um, and it's especially important for me now going forward. It's really important, if you think about it, for long-term joint health, um, too. That's a, that should be a consideration. Your joints only have so many heavy lifts in them. Know and understand that, and know it going in. So those are, you know, look, bottom line, use crealkaline or creatine hydrochloride. Um, it's, it's a much more honest, I think, gain and it won't leave you, right, when, when the offending compound does. You come off creatine, you're going to lose those. If you gain 10 pounds, you're going to lose most of those 10 pounds, and pretty quickly. So <clears throat> uh, my friend Alex Borprotsky, yeah, who listens to the show also, um, has given up training because he, he, he was a monster. I mean, he, he's been a monster for, for a long time. Um, and he was always all about the heavyweight, heavyweight. But he's um, he switched up to body weight work and band work. You know, he has one of these, uh, uh, and there's quite a few of them out there now. But they're, they're, they're it's like a, b- a bar or handles with bands, and you can do curls and you could do presses. Uh, X three bar makes one or three yep. X bar. Yep. What do you think about band type devices? incorporating that into um, body weight work to create the resistance training effects without the weight that's, that's hurting your joints? Bands are tricky, and I'll tell you why. Bands are particularly hard on the body. Um, the first time you try to move a barbell with bands, you'll be all over the place. You'll be shaking like a leaf. Now, the central nervous system will learn, and it'll get better. But um, 
a healthy amount of band work in me always resulted in a lot of Dom's delayed onset muscle soreness. But now you know that we're talking about no weights at all, just bands alone, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so, um, I would tell you this: I would tell you to try it. I would do it for three weeks, and at the end of three weeks, I think you would have a decent gauge on whether or not this is something that's making you stronger, uh, bigger, stronger. And importantly, not at the expense of your connective tissues. Hmm. Ten- tendons and ligaments with you know heavy band work, and I've only used them with barbells. So you know, take this for what it's worth. That always it, it took its toll. Let me put it like that. You know, it's it's possible that if you're just using the band and nothing else, um, that it's easier on the connective tissues. But that's not something that I've tried. Not something I've tried. Let's have take, you ever done? I'm sorry? Have you ever done Yeah, I have one of those. You know, I like the way they feel because the resistance progresses in a, a linear fashion as opposed to weights which are affected by their position uh, against gravitational forces. Right. You know, so I like them. Um, you're right. They 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 work you hard. They work yeah. you really really hard. It's not like oh, I'm going to take off for a while from weights and use bands because it's easier. It's not easier. <laughs> it's not easier. Uh, but it is better for your joints. But it puts a lot more um, stress, I think, on on the muscles. But it's it's interesting. I I may actually start trying to use. I have one of those uh, 3X bars at home. I may actually, I'm getting inspired by Alex to start using it more. It's worth, it's worth a try. You know, everything's worth a try. Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We've got uh, plenty more questions. Uh, if you want to learn more about uh, Coach Rob Regish, go to CoachRobRegish.com today. Sign up for the Blueprint Bulletin. Get all this wonderful information right in your inbox. Learn it before everybody else. Stay tuned. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. Who wants to have better sex? That's a stupid question. Everybody wants to have better sex. And you can start having better sex if you go to the website bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the code SHR and get a free order of your choice of the only two FDA-approved drugs to treat erectile dysfunction, sildenafil or tadalafil. Best of all, they're chewable, so they start to work in minutes. Go to bluechew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. 
SHR.com. Use code SHR and you will get your first order for free. You do have to pay $5 for shipping, but come on. It's an easy deal. Who wants to have better sex? Okay, get busy. You know how to do it. Now. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Can-See Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. There's a phenomenon today. So many of us sit for hours each day. Slowly, our bodies respond by shortening certain muscles. The psoas gets shorter and shorter over time. It leads to lower back problems, stiffness when standing, and inhibits your running performance. Now there's Sorite.com. That's P-S-O hyphen R-I-T-E dot com. Sorite is a device that allows you to stretch your psoas muscle and return them to normal function. And it does it better than any stretching movement or chiropractic adjustment can. You can use it in your home, office, or at the gym. Experience what thousands of people already know. Check out pso-rite.com and save 20% off when you use the code SHR. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Welcome back. So, you know, I'm darker than ever right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm really dark. Um, I've been laying out, I laid out this weekend a few days and, and it was 90 something degrees out when I was laying out and I, I get dark so fast. And, um, you know, you've talked about cat, uh, uh, you've talked about bronze organic. Um, do you really think that they're that effective or are you just favoring, uh, John? Cause I know you and John are good friends and you're kind of in business together on some things. No, no. This, the short answer to the question is <laughs> I have no vested interest in bronze organic canthazantin. Now, where I do have a vested interest, and I do get a commission, is on Synthogen and Tranquilogen. But let me get back to canthazantin because this is really important. Um, my wife almost bought a quote-unquote canthazantin <laughs> She saw it online, 90 tabs for around 25 bucks. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. Because cathazantin is a very expensive uh, right. um, antioxidant. Very, very expensive. Very. Um, and Bronze Organic sells, you know, 50 bucks for 60 capsules. But upon for, uh, further inspection of this product, uh, this product she was about to buy, it contained beta-carotene, astaxanthin, cocoa powder, L-tyrosine. Why are they putting cocoa powder in cantazidin? I yeah, know why. 
Because it looks like 10,000 then. <laughs> no, actually, it doesn't. Well, it's, it's uh, dark. You know, people look at it and they see that color. They think, oh, that must be the 10,000th. Yeah, it's <laughs> Kenthazenthin, in fact, was the last ingredient in this prop blend. Almost certainly uh, very little, if any, of it. And while I don't have that product on hand, um, and I wish I was on Facebook Live because I've got an imposter product um, called Sun Bronze, and I actually texted you a picture of this. I took two tablets of Sun Bronze, crushed them into a fine powder, and all it looks like is cocoa. Bronze Organic, on the other hand, comes in a clear capsule and contains only canthazanthin. And real canthazanthin, as you would see, if I could show you these. It's kind of like a, a, it's almost a copper color, copper gold yeah, color. It, it, some people describe it, you know, as, as a reddish brown, yeah. a very dark yeah. reddish brown, right. which is the color of real canthazanthin. It is my opinion, and I bet good money on this, that there is no canthazanthin in the imposter tablet. If there's really 30 milligrams in there, there should be, should be some deep reddish-brown color. There is none, which tell me, tells me the product is a fraud. If you follow my Facebook page, I did a post on this actually some months back, and I might repost it. Um, and again, you know, I just emptied two capsules of bronze organic and put them right next to two crushed sun bronze tablets. Look, here's the bottom line. If there's another real, pure canthazanthin out there in a capsule, I haven't seen it. And I, I've looked long and hard. I would tell you not to waste your money on bogus brands. Buy the quality canthazanthin the same way you would buy quality Ecti as an educated consumer. It's, it's a very, very sad situation. He told me, he mentioned this off the cuff the other day, that Bronze Organic was his top-selling item, which is really saying something. And, yes, it's summer, um, but, you know, the stuff works, and it works really well. A lot of television personalities, some of which you may know, uh, use it, actors, et cetera, et cetera, and it's just a high-quality product. Now, I will say this. You're of Italian descent, Correct. Correct. So you just said it, you know, you tan just fine. Um, I am Polish, and Polish and Czech. And unfortunately, I'm as white naturally as a gallon of milk. <laughs> but if I just take two of these tablets with food a day, every day, I can go out onto the beach, lay out all day with no sunblock, and not burn or peel, or any of that. I remember before trying that without it, and all I did was burn and peel. The only thing that ultimately tanned were my legs, but that's not saying much. So, look, there's an old saying, right? Buy cheap, buy twice. You can either learn the hard way or get the good stuff. And I would tell you that Mass has the good stuff. If I find... Another outlet that's selling the good stuff, I'll tell you that, too. Um, but I think you'll find, if you do your own searches, you're not going to find it. 
You know, it, whenever you see these expensive compounds and you start to see some of these cheaper prices, you, you have to ask yourself, I think a lot of people don't care. I think a lot of people just, they, they, they don't mind being lied to. I agree, 100%. So, 100%. It's, it's now, sad. You, uh, unfortunately, with Campazinthin and the imposter products, you will literally get burned for the experience. <laughs> That's a good one. Right, <laughs> when you get out in the sun, you're right. Yeah. Um, so some people buy supplements at Walmart, and some of them are name brand things, but a lot of them are usually like uh, B products, you know, right. I mean, like level A, level B, not Bumblebee. Um, do you think people should trust and buy supplements at Walmart? Generally speaking, you do not want to be buying <laughs> many of your staple products at Walmart. But there why? Are... It's such a big store. They turn over so fast. Wouldn't their products be fresher? Well, there are some exceptions, but, but let, me, let me give you an example. The last place you should be buying protein is Walmart, okay? Their brands are dominated by low-quality whey, and I was in there the other day. I also Isn't it like Body Fortress that they carry? That's one of the products they carry, right? Six-star Body yeah, Fortress. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and upon doing just a little bit of digging, with, without exception, all of the protein products that I inquired about were heated into oblivion, denaturing the protein into a cross-linked mess. Now, your stomach will tell you as much. You're going to have a lot of, shortly after drinking one of these, you have a lot of bloating, you're going to have a lot of gas, and a distended stomach. And that's after just one serving. For that matter, those of you that are allergic to whey, like myself, will notice it pronto, okay? I take a scoop of that stuff, and my nose gets so stuffed up I can't breathe. Not even close. Uh, and I can tell you that plenty of other cheapo ways, like uh, Isopure is sold in my gym, that those stuff me up too. There's a reason, right? You, three pounds of that stuff retails online for 45 bucks. It's garbage. It is garbage. I do not get stuffed up or any allergic reaction from Thrive due to the fact that it's extremely high quality. I can do a scoop of that, and 30 minutes later, I can breathe through my nose just fine. There are no obstructions. Price, quite frankly, shouldn't be an issue. because I, I was just thinking that. It's $59 for a three-pound jug, and that includes shipping inside the United States. When you were saying this is 45 that's not far away. Oh, my God. It, it's Look, Thrive really does have everything you need and then some. Okay, We know the high-quality whey casein mix, that's been proven over and over in studies as the best for muscle growth. Extra, You also get the extra essential amino acids, which I'm a huge fan of. Probiotics, you get bifidobacteria, which is now coming forward to the front and being, uh, as we age, bifido starts to disappear, and it's linked to a variety of different age-related disorders. You right. got you got you got enzymes in there to help you break down the protein and the carbohydrates. I mean, you got vitamin D too, right? Vitamin D and vitamin A because vitamin A is important for uh, the retin retin X receptor, which is part of the anabolic response to protein. Yeah, and, and the list just goes on and on. It keeps getting 
right? I told everyone last week, but it bears repeating. Look on the back of Thrive's label. It doesn't say nutrition facts like most proteins. It says supplement facts. What that means is per FDA regulations, a product, a protein that goes through with a supplement facts panel is in compliance with the law and has to go through about 100 more quality checkpoints than a product that reads nutrition facts. You know, they're actually out of compliance with the FDA. Um, unfortunately, the FDA doesn't have resources to go after all of them. But, okay, so that's what that's the story on protein. You Use code, right? Is still code compare? compare. Uh, it is, but you know what? So, so our server just moved. We just... Um, hold on a second. I'm actually, so someone emailed me yesterday about this and I just checked to see if it was fixed yet. So the thriveprotein.com website is down and it's because we just moved our service, uh, our servers to a new data center. And I don't think they updated our, um, our registrar account with the new IP address. And I'm actually, I'm literally texting uh, an email to my uh, admin to say thriveprotein.com is still down. Yeah. Well, hopefully it gets back up soon. That, look, folks, that's where you should be buying your protein. It's, just, it's a no-brainer, okay? Yeah. Now, there are, I mentioned that there were a few items you might want to avail yourself to. A couple. Walmart makes a very reasonably priced green tea fat burner, I think is the name of it. And it's standardized for 400 milligrams of EGCG, okay, the active ingredient in green tea, and what's been shown to be responsible for all of its fat-burning and health-enhancing properties. Now, there's a little bit of caffeine in there, too. Along with, you're going to see a list of adaptogens, most of which are only in their window dressing amounts. Mm-hmm. So, look, let's, let's be honest about this. You're buying the product for its EGCG content, not really anything else when it gets to turmeric and curcumin the the situation is at least up here really really in flux they keep changing up their turmeric curcumin formula not always in a good way here's what i'm talking about they were carrying a product 60 capsules 550 milligrams and 500 milligrams of that were standardized for 20 percent curcumoids claiming up to 46% better absorption, okay? And along with that, you got 50 milligrams of turmeric powder. That comes out to 100 milligrams of bioavailable curcumoids with respect to the 46 times better absorption. It contains something called povidone, which is an abbreviation. Wait a minute. Po- povidone is, a, is, is an antimicrobial. Well, apparently it's also being used by the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, P-O-V-O-D-O-N-E, right? P-O-V-I-D-O-N-E. Yeah, povidone, povidone is a form of iodine. Apparently it's being used for dispersing and suspending drugs. Um, I don't know about 46 times better absorption, but they, they might have an angle there. You know, I'm not yeah, sure. so here it is. So povidone is used as a 
a, a pharmaceutical by the pharmaceutical industry as a synthetic polymer vehicle for dispersing and suspending drugs. It also yeah. acts as a disintegrant and a tablet binder. It appears as off-white to white hygroscopic powder in its pure form and is readily soluble in water. Yeah. But it's also called polyvinyl pyrolidone, which yeah. obviously nobody wants to take anything that has the words polyvinyl in it, right? <laughs> nobody wants to eat. No, yeah, unless you want to start chewing on beach balls in the afternoon. Uh <laughs> But it is it. It is an iodine. It's a. Uh, it has the i d o n e uh, suffix on it. Yeah. Well, I don't think I want that. Even if it does increase forty six percent bioavailability. Yeah. Well, that was the product they were were selling. More recently, they're selling a five hundred milligram ninety capsule count product, which consists of four hundred milligrams of turmeric powder. 50 milligrams of turmeric extract, standardized for 95% curcumoids, and 50 milligrams of ginger. Now, if my math is right, that would give you 47.5 milligrams of curcumoids, or less than half of the other formula, despite looking like, right, 95%, and looking like it's stronger. Also note that this formula does not contain, right, the povidone, or even bioperin, which you'll likely see in there. Um, so it's questionable in my mind whether or not these 47.5 milligrams is really getting absorbed. Um, so l- listen to this. I'm, I'm, I'm on PubChem, the government's uh, chemical website. Povidone is an iodinated polyvinyl polymer, which means it's a plastic, Okay. <laughs> Used as a topical antiseptic in surgery. That's why I used it. Povidone was put all over my foot before the surgery. Um, for skin and mucous membrane infections, also can be used as an aerosol. The iodine may be radio-labeled for research purposes. So this is a, this is a combination of iodine and polyvinyl polymer. Polyvinyl polymer, I, just for the hell of it, just, just let's expand on this, right? I mean, polyvinyl polymer is a is a, a plastic. But here's the interesting thing about this. So I was looking at when I scratched my eye. I was looking at lubricants, like uh, eye drop lubricants. Yeah. They put polyvinyl polymer in l- eye lubricants. I'm you're literally, and it smells. I opened the bottle up in Walgreens, and I took the cap off, and I just squirted the air in my nose. I swear to God, it smelled like a beach ball. I'm not lying to you. I'm not just saying that like for polyvinyl polymer is plastic. So they're putting this in your supplements and you're eating it. Really? And And what do we know about plastics? Almost all of them are endocrine disruptors. Almost all of them look like estrogen or androgens or thyroid hormone or some other uh, hormone. Almost all of them do. And so polyvinyl polymer must be the same thing. Polyvinyl polymer is a group of polymers derived from vinyl monomers. It's it's friggin' it's the same stuff that was on your on your roof in the seventies on your Monte Carlo. <laughs> That's what it was. You're taking it, putting it in your mouth now, and swallowing it. Just eat a beach. Just eat a beach ball. Just get it over with. <laughs> well, <laughs> if that wasn't confusing enough, 
Um, they once were, they were carrying a turmeric curcumin featuring BCM95, the absorption enhancer. Um, I, you know, I guess they got tired of paying for that privilege, maybe. And today's product, the 90-capsule bottle, I'd consider almost inert. If you, if you, if you have that product on hand uh, and you still want to use it, take it with some fat. You know, that, that should help somewhat. And I had a guy who imports the best curcumin in the world from India. He's Indian. And he came on my show and said, the reason that curcumin is so, and turmeric is so well absorbed in India is we don't take it in a capsule. We cook with it. And usually it's with, with fat. You know, yeah. there are oils and stuff mixed, and that is what makes you absorb it. So just take your, your curcumin or your turmeric with a, with a fatty meal along with your vitamin D and your vitamin A. That's it. Yeah, I've, I've long recommended I, curcumin is the first ingredient in tranquilogen. And while we do use Sabenzo's bioperin, which in three separate studies has shown, you know, an increase in oral absorption in humans up to 2,000%, and slow its excretion. I tell guys to take it with a fat anyway, um, because I had heard the same thing uh, about how it is traditionally prepared and therefore bioavailable. Uh, it, it, understand curcumin has horrible oral bioavailability, something on the order of 2 to 3%. Okay? Um, I get my camphaz or my my camphazin. I get my curcumin in that product along with ashwagandha and rhodiola and astaxanthin and 5-HTP. Uh, it is we use a product that is standardized for all four curcumoids. You will read that there are three, but in fact there are really four. Um, and you'll see it in your blood work if you provided you've been taking it for a few weeks before the blood is, is drawn. So here's the bottom line on supplements at Walmart. I might buy EGCG there. Uh, you can buy ephedrine right, behind the counter as primatine. Uh, you might want to consider Walmart's acid reducer, a.k.a. Tagamet, cimetidine hydrochloride, which I've gone over for as an appetite suppressant before. And they also sell a Jet Alert caffeine product. You get 90 200 milligram tabs for something stupid like $3.43. That'll pair nicely with the EGCG and the ephedrine. Otherwise, I would not touch supplements at Walmart. And I would particularly steer clear of Muscle Tech, Six Star, which I think Muscle Tech bought. And the other one, I forget what it was. Body Fortress. So, so Mike O'Hearn, who is a friend of the show, used to be the spokesperson for Body Fortress. And when you would go to the Olympia or the Arnold, yeah. Body Fortress would have a huge uh, end aisle booth where people would come in and literally line up for days to take pictures with Mike. And then Body Fortress um, got called on the carpet for uh, failed label claims. This is probably about five years ago, I want to say. Maybe maybe longer. Maybe five or six years ago. And uh, and Mike left them as a result of that. So, yeah, Body Fortress is, uh, from what I, I mean, unless they've changed everything and they've really tightened up their act, 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's a low quality product and it's cheap because it's low quality. In 2009, when I wrote the original blueprint, I emailed Body Fortress about their way and asked to what extent it was heated. And I forget the exact number in degrees. I mean, they cooked that stuff into oblivion. It would destroy all of the naturally occurring wave fractions, right, immunoglobulins, et cetera, et cetera. It's a dead product. Don't buy it. Yeah. Again, a lot of these products that are commodities are exactly what they you expect them to be. You know, they're low quality. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, you moving back into bodyweight training. How's that sound? Cool. Thanks. Right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Imagine how successful your life would be if you could double your focus, double your mental energy, double your problem solving, your creativity, your willpower. Sounds too good to be true, right? That's what I thought until someone handed me a bottle of Qualia Focus. Qualia Focus is a mental performance formula that combines 24 of the most powerful molecules on earth to noticeably boost your brain power within just a few days of taking it or your money back. Qualia Focus blows coffee away, but a serving actually has less caffeine than a cup of coffee. That's because it boosts brain power the healthy way. Just go Go to neurohacker.com, that's N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com, and enter coupon code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. And a serving of Qualia Focus costs one-fifth of that coffee you're drinking right now. Unlike coffee, Qualia Focus nourishes your brain in a comprehensive, healthy way for amazing brain power you noticed in just a couple days. That's neurohacker.com to try Qualia Focus and discount code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. All backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Qualia Focus is a life changer, I promise you. Try it now for amazing brain power at neurohacker.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at redcon one go to redcon1.com that's r-e-d-c-o-n the number one.com or go to superhumanradio.net and click the redcon one banner ad today are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more 
productive at RenewLifeRx.com. BPC-157 is quite possibly the most popular injectable peptide used by athletes and weekend warriors alike. Its ability to help you recover faster and make nagging injuries seem to just disappear is legend. Now you can take Body Protection Complex Oral Supplement and get all the benefits of injectable BPC-157. DrSeeds.com has produced the first orally delivered BPC product using peptide protein sequences that are easily absorbed in the gut and that will help you recover faster from workout to workout. And now Superhuman Radio listeners can save 20% off their first order of Body Protection Complex at DrSeeds.com. That's D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Just use coupon code SHR at checkout. Don't waste another minute dealing with nagging pain or feeling like you just don't recover like you used to. Body Protection Complex is your answer. Go to DrSeeds.com. Use coupon code SHR today. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. So we know your doctor told you, like, no training at all. And you did say that you were thinking about embarking on body weight training only. Um, you, You didn't do any training for 10 weeks, right? Well, the honest answer is I did I did one thing. I'm telling you, doctor. <laughs> I'm calling him right now and tell him I'm ratting you out. I did one thing, but it was very limited. So to keep my sanity, I need to be making some progress somewhere, okay, in the weight room. Uh, and so I decided to get back into handstand push-ups, right? Because at the end of the day... You know, why do, Why go to the gym if you're not making progress on something? The caveat, though, is this. I had long been out of practice, you know, for doing them. And the last time I could knock off two sets of 12, I was around 220 pounds. I'm around 240 now, although I'm trying to, to, to lose now. Um, and I'll get into that later. But I started... Very simply, with I went out and I bought eight of those interlocking foam mats. They're about a quarter inch, right, quarter inch uh, high each one. And once a week, I did one or two sets, okay, of as many reps as I could, simply removing one well one pad a week. And sure enough, last last week, even at two forty ish. I'm I'm now able to do full handstand push-ups again. Curiously enough, my severe arthritis in my right elbow, it does not bother it. I suspect it might, though, uh, with reps over, let's say, five. But, you know, so far, so good. I do not think it adversely affected my kidney values. I told you they're normal now. Um nor do I think it delayed their recovery any. And, I mean, think about it. If I can't do, you know, three to f- one or two sets of three to five reps of handstand push-ups, and <laughs> if that causes rhabdo, I'm really in trouble, okay? But the blood work shows I'm back to normal. My creatinine was 1.2. The upper end of the range was 1.35, Okay. 
Um, the only bad set of labs that I got back, and it really set me back quite a bit, interestingly enough, was running for a mile. And, and when I say run for a mile, I mean at a pretty good clip. Okay, I ran up the, on the treadmill. I set it at the appropriate speed. And for me, <laughs> at the end of that mile, I was toast. I mean, I, you know, the last two minutes, I couldn't catch my breath. Um, when I was done, I sat down and I stayed down for probably 20 minutes just dealing with it. So I was out of cardiovascular shape. Why I decided to do this, I can't remember. I guess I thought it would be a good idea. Um, but it took a lot out of me, and it was much more than I should have done. But I figured it's just cardio, right? It's not weight training. You know, it can't possibly set me back. Wrong. The result was that my creatinine, which had been heading down, okay, and what they were looking at to gauge kidney function, it spiked from like 1.5 to 1.89, okay? And again, the upper end of the range is 1.35. My CK also shot up from around 1,000, I think, to 1,600, where the upper end of the range is 200. And it was at that moment that my PCP looked at me, and he said, I'm sending you to a kidney specialist. So, you know, know this. Intense cardio, too, can raise CK levels in those that are, I guess, you know, subject to it. Um, and it makes your kidneys work harder in the process. Process Now, after that, the only thing I did on the treadmill was walk. But here's the thing. Lately, I've been hitting the heavy bag almost every day, and I absolutely love it. You know, and I would encourage you, if your gym has a heavy bag, try it sometime. I want you to throw punches, you know, kicks, knees, elbows, headbutts, Try doing that for five minutes. It is some of the most tiring cardio that you will ever do, okay? And here's the thing. That did not seem to throw my CK or creatinine levels, and, and I was relieved at that. The simple act of keeping your hands up, right, to protect your head is incredibly tiring and taxing. You know, go ahead and try it. You know, strike that bag continuously for just five minutes, while keeping your gloves on your non-striking hands up around your temples, right? Your shoulders, at least my shoulders, they were burning far worse than any shoulder exercise I could remember. Really? Yeah, it was incredible. And it made me really appreciate these guys, right, who in the old days they'd go, what, 12, 16 rounds? Something crazy like that. Right, right. Um, and, and I simply add every week by, you know, adding another minute. I'm up to about 10 minutes of continuous striking. And I got to tell you, it is completely exhausting. But, but think about what you're, you're doing. You're not just getting cardio. You're kind of getting your game down if you ever need to go at it with someone. You know, and that's a big deal. That is a big deal. It is. I mean, it, you know, it's a crazy world and, of crazy people and someday you might need to do that so you know being in fight shape is quite a different thing than being in treadmill shape 
Um, <laughs> so, and long treadmill, story. Treadmill shape. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I am going to treadmill you. <laughs> I, those are the things that I did to remain sane during these 10 weeks of no exercise. And like I said, I'm just awaiting my creatine kinase levels. Um, your mileage may vary. Everyone is different, but that's what I did. That's what I did. When I have to take off a long period of time, I'm like you. I just don't feel good. I actually develop muscle aches from not training as opposed to most people who get muscle aches from training. Do you yeah. get depressed? Yeah, of course I do. I feel like crap. Yep. I do. Yep. So you can imagine how it's been for 10 weeks outside of those. 10 weeks, weeks would be a whole – I mean, that's a long time – I mean, even when I had my surgeries, I was back in the gym like days later. I trained my upper body. I couldn't train my lower body. I'm just starting to train my lower body now, and I'm starting to see some small progress. Um, but it's going to take time. It really is. Wow. Um, your blueprint tip of the day. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a trip down memory lane. So I, I just, I, just I want to throw something in there before you start talking about it. So, so I talked to Randy Roach yesterday about an unrelated subject. Yep. And I asked him if he had heard from Morrow because I, Morrow has gone completely radio silent. Really? Uh, he doesn't respond to my emails anymore. And I actually got worried. And Randy said, you know, he thinks that Morrow has just been uh, very tied up. He thinks that Morrow's wife, Bonnie, may have had... Um, a reoccurrence of her, her breast cancer. He's in, oh, in, in, he thought that, and he thought that that might be why Morrow is, is and, and then he goes to me and, you know, Morrow's in his late seventies and, you know, I forget that. I always forget that, you know, maybe yeah. he just doesn't want to be bothered with this stuff anymore. I don't know. Could be. It he was my be. first guest. So the very first guest, the very first interview I ever did that third week of November in 2005 was Dr. Mauro Di Pasquale about his anabolic diet uh, book and how uh, he devised it from an evolutionary observation that humans uh, ate in phases. They, they, they didn't eat for periods of time. They did eat for periods of time. And they leveraged ketones. Yeah, Mauro's a great thinker. And that was a great choice for first guest. Yeah, sure. right? I mean, man. But this one, this one's a trip down memory lane. Um, he's not as famous for this book, but he wrote one called The Bodybuilding Supplement Review. And I thought we'd look at it, right, 25 years later. Was it off the mark or was it ahead of its time? So I'm rummaging around, you know, the, the, my mysterious black box the other day, and I came across this book. It was first published in 1995. I can still recall the day it arrived. Um, they were selling it as a package, I think, in the anabolic diet and this bodybuilding supplement review. And they were right at my doorstep. I got home, and I, could, I just tore right into them. Um, and I had, it was a long day at work, but I was suddenly energized <laughs> when I saw them. At the time... He was working closely with Leo Costa of Big Beyond Belief. Um, and he did not, if I'm not mistaken, did not have a supplement line of his own. Unlike EAS and other companies that were publishing supplement reviews, he was as close to an independent voice in that field as you could get at that time. He really was. And, and so given it's been 25 years almost since his publication, I, I thought it would be fun to revisit some of what his 
thumbs up and thumbs down recommendations were because that's how he gave them. Up first in his book were adaptogens, um, ginseng, pantocrine, mummy, um, tribestin, and ecdysterone. Those were all covered. And in general, they were given a question mark. He also included a question mark in the status. Um, and most received a thumbs-down rating. A question mark on a few being right only a glimmer of hope. There was a, a particularly in-depth write-up on Ecti, um, where he gave it a double thumbs down. And he also panned it in his uh, monthly Muscle Mag column. He used to write a column for them. I don't know if he still does, uh, which I was keen to read every month. So I found that ironic, given years later he produced a product called Testo Boost, which had ectosterone on the ingredient panel. Uh, the most recent human study that I talked about earlier in the show showing that it works uh, and should be added to the banned list even, I would love to know his opinion today. He seems to have come around on adaptogens. Um, he had a, he, I don't know if he still has this product, but he had one called Renew, um, and that had ginseng, rhodiola, schizandra, and ashwagandha, amongst others. In fact, he spoke uh, quite highly of adaptogens more recently, and I was grateful to see that. Other than that, he was very big on antioxidant supplementation in that book. Um, I think you'll agree the research on antioxidants is confusing at best now. Um, some studies showing it wiped out the adaptive effect of exercise. Others. So, you know what's funny about that? I've been trying to get Mike O'Hearn to use his name twice in one show on Superhuman Radio. You know, he recently had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Mike has been taking 10 grams of vitamin C a day for decades. Yeah. Decades. I don't know any, and I don't care if people say drugs, not drugs. Either vitamin C is supposed to in, in, uh, interrupt mitochondrial adaptation to exercise, and yeah. it's supposed to keep you from making gains, but clearly it's not doing that for Mike. No, no, it's not. Um, creatine got a double thumbs up, as did caffeine, um, ephedra, glycerol, hydroxycitric acid, BCAAs, and omega-3 fatty acids. It was his write-up on amino acids, though, that was really, you know, it really shined. No other category in his book received such attention, and no other had as many double-thumbs-up ratings for the druggy athlete. So under his potential amino acid formulas, he had this to say. He said combinations of OKG, glutamine, the branched-chain aminos, especially leucine, branched-chain keto acids, and acetyl-L-carnitine would likely be the best anabolic-slash-anti-catabolic mixtures available to the bodybuilder. He also stated that a combination of one or more of the following substances, creatine monohydrate, phosphate, or creatine phosphate, along with arginine, glycine, and methionine, which are aminos required for the, the synthesis of creatine, would also be useful in increasing training stamina and workload capacity. Looking back at it, someone was paying attention, and that someone would have been MuscleTech when they would soon launch their first of three products 
right? They originally had three, and they almost perfectly mirrored his recommendations, those being HydroxyCut, their fat burner, Acetabolin, their test booster, and a product called Creatine 6000 ES, right? Um, look, I think the book's historical significance lies in its timing. It was published right before right, the era of pro-hormone hysteria that gripped our little world uh, from 96 to 2005. And during that time, some of the most promising natural anabolics, like I'll call it things like essential aminos and adaptogens and others, those all took a back seat. Nobody wanted to talk about that stuff when we had methyl-1 test on the market. Right, which brings us to today. What significance does the book have? And have there been any real breakthroughs since the Andro era ended? In all honesty, uh, the industry for all these years since then has been searching for the next big thing. I would tell you that the ectosterone study that I mentioned should set off a wave of ectosterone-like products um, that are formulated really and truly to be anabolic. Now, it won't be the insane pound of water a day that you gained with methyl-1 test, but, but something more realistic, right? Five pounds in ten weeks was what that study showed, along with profound and significant increases in their one-rep max bench strength. Those are the researchers' words, by the way, not mine. Um, I suspect true innovation is going to come from smaller companies that have survived for a decade or longer. There's not a lot of those around. Um, there might be new delivery systems devi- you know, devised to improve their uptake and utilization, extend their duration of action. I don't know. I saw some of this coming with Synthogen when I built its formula around what? You know, the essential amino acids um, and an adaptogen targeting its use in and around the workout. Because, and this is worth, you know, mentioning, it's during that time in and around the workout that supplements can act like drugs, okay? Otherwise, supplements don't act like drugs. Drugs act like drugs. But you do have a magic window there that lasts for up to two hours post-workout. Um, now, I can't speak for other companies, but I'll be focusing, you know, on some areas that are I think are currently underserved. Uh, some of the ingredients I've been experimenting with are out there now, um, but some I've dug up are pretty unique. Dr. D was on the right track when he wrote this book. Realizing, and I think he said this in the book, Mother Nature holds all the locks and the keys. And, and so that message isn't as sexy as, as a you know, new stimulant that blows your mind you know, or an anabolic that does all the work for you. But it is the way forward, in my opinion. Um, on many levels, we haven't gone far at all from 25 years ago when creatine was new. That doesn't mean you need to settle for subpar results. You know, Synthogen, Progenedrex, these are products that work unquestionably. It's not like you take them and, yeah, I think they're working. It's like, yeah, 
That, <laughs> that really delivers. Um, but to those companies that might be listening, all it takes is some creative thought, a basic understanding of some of how the body functions, and to focus on that nutraceutical timing to deliver results. And, and that latter point can't be overstated, whether you're talking about Synthogen during the workout and a scoop of Thrive immediately after. It's been said timing is everything in life, and such is the case, too, with supplements. So I would tell you it's time to ditch the shotgun approach, clean out your cabinets, take a fresh look at what works, what doesn't, and then move forward. You know, time will tell. But if if Morrow's prior works are any indication, you know, what's old may be new again. And and this time, the smart money is that it'll be sticking around for a long, long time, unless the powers that be decide to remove it. And frankly, the way ectosterone was shown to work, both in humans and in the test tube, is not through the androgen receptor. It is not testosterone-like. It is through the estrogen receptor. And the way the Steroid Control Act is written, they're going to have a very tough time, I think, removing it. I I think it's also through the retinoid X receptor, if I remember. Because I remember doing a show with um, Chuck. I can't think of Chuck's last name, but he was working for Mark Loebliner when Mark had Prima Force. And he had introduced an Ecti product that was called like Anabolin or something like that. Um, Anagen, something Anagen. like that. Yeah. And, and I did the research before the interview, and I seem to remember the retinoid X receptor before I was even paying attention to vitamin A. Yep. So let's just see something. Ecti, S-T-E-R-O-N-E. Retinoid X receptor, NIH. Was it not shown that humans had those receptors? Oh, yeah, we do have those receptors. But so do bugs. Um, So let's see here. Scholarly articles on ectosterone and ligand specificity development experiment, RXR. Here we go. Retinoid X receptor sequence alignment. Um, I have to read through these. But it looks like there's quite a few studies that come up from that are fairly old. I I hope the industry does the right thing and launches a whole new, you know, line of quality Ecti products. I have a bad feeling, though. History is going to repeat itself, and you're going to see a lot of low-quality Ecti products derived from Cyanotis Vaga and other inferior sources, and it's going to get a bad rep again, which is why I went out of the way earlier in the show to to tell you where I get my Ecti, and I consider it's the best you can buy. Yeah, yeah. but so, yeah, there is there is a, it, it's, it's called the Ectisone receptor, and the retinoid X receptor both play a role in the effects of ectosterone. Interesting. I, I remember that from so many years ago, because that's when the whole retinoid X receptor became interesting to me, um, and a lot of this research is done on. Uh, creatures with ectoskeletons, like crabs and locusts, because yep. they, that, that's where the whole ecti thing came from. It came from bugs. It was like, holy crap, bugs grow so fast. 
and they tend to grow so strong so quickly, uh, and they isolated it down to the uh, ectisone receptor that was being stimulated, and that's where the whole ectosterone thing came into play. It was remember when it was first talked about fifteen, sixteen years ago. It was what it was the bug hormone. Remember? Yeah, and it was a big surprise that those yeah. receptors. Right? Well, in or, humans too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's quite possible it works through multiple mechanisms. Um, I mentioned the estrogen receptor only because in the study that I'm referring to, the human one, um, they proved that not only in humans, they ran a parallel test tube study showing that it worked through the estrogen E2 receptor. Right. It's probably it's probably stimulating all... Listen, estrogen is anabolic. Yeah. Um, anybody who used to make fena uh make uh, trenbolone injectable trenbolone from fena pellets back in the day knows from the early research on cattle that if you gave a cow finaplex it could gain 30 or 40 pounds of muscle in 6 weeks easily faster yeah. uh but when you gave it trenbolone plus estradiol benzoate, it would gain twice that amount of muscle in the same six weeks, which yeah. means that estradiol is anabolic. Yeah. And people don't get that. They think, oh, estrogen, it's bad. You know, you got to take AIs. It's no good for you. You know, it, estrogen is just as important for men as it is for women. Was it Synovics that had the estrogen in it, too? Um, I, I, Synovics, I remember that name. Um, maybe that was the other one. It, it could be. That could have been the pellets that had the estrogen benzoate in it. Yes, it was. Synovex. Yes. I, I never used it, but I remember reading recipes for how to remove the estrogen. Yes, right. Because guys couldn't get Finaplex, so they were using Synovex, and right. then they would have to go through this long, arduous approach to actually remove the estrogen from it. That's right. There was, there was, there was recipes on bodybuilding forums yep. on how to do that. I never fooled with that. Because I thought, what if there's still some... I mean, look, estradiol benzoate in the doses that is being given to cattle is not good for humans. <laughs> right? It's not like, oh, great, we'll take that too. We're going to become more muscular. But with that being said, uh, there were a lot of guys that were using that Synovex and they were removing the estrogen. But I was always worried that what if I don't get it all out? Yeah. And so I just found uh, places that sold straight uh, Finaplex. And I used that. It was very easy to make uh, Trenbolone from Finaplex. It was so easy. It was stupid easy. Transdermals or injectables? Both. Both. Yeah. Both. I mean, because what you did was you took your Finaplex, you soaked it in ether uh, in a jar with a, uh, with a coffee uh, a filter on top so that the air could escape. And you didn't use a lot of ether, probably about a half inch of ether. You dropped your, your pellets in there. And you waited overnight. The next morning, there would be a lot less liquid, and it would be all yellow. And then you would run it through the uh, coffee filter that was on the jar, and then run it through one or two more coffee filters to remove any more of the uh, excipients, uh, the, the the fiber, the binders. And you'd end up with this clear, yellow, almost urine-colored liquid. And then you would put a coffee uh, uh, thing on top of that, a coffee filter on top of that, and then you would wait until it all evaporated. And all you'd be left with is the yellow powder. 
And then that yellow powder was easily scraped off the bottom of the jar and put into, uh, 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 you could put it directly into oil, um, grapeseed oil. You could add some uh, benzyl alcohol and some benzyl benzoate. Uh, to keep it from from separating, you put it in individual vials. You know, you had to do the math and figure out it was 100 milligrams a milliliter. And then you'd put it in your oven and you would bake it at the highest temperature possible for the longest period possible to kill anything that could potentially be in it. Right. The benzyl alcohol um, actually was added after, uh, and the benzyl benzoate was added after you cooked it. And then you would cap it. Or you could just drop it into Flow Gel Ultra and mix it around and... and Squirt a milliliter out and rub it on your chest. However you want to do it. But it was really easy. It was so easy to make uh, Trenbolone back in the day. It's just crazy. And all those companies that were selling Finiflix, most of them weren't selling them to cattle farmers. Yeah, I know. They were selling it to guys like us because they were charging stupid prices for it. They knew what was being done with it. What did they ultimately do? Just stop carrying it? I don't know. I I haven't looked for it in so long. I couldn't tell you. Maybe it's, uh, let's see. Let's just see something. Just for for giggles here, Finiplex pellets. Let's just see what comes up. Let's see what comes up. Could it still be out there? I don't think so. Yeah, Finiplex pellets. Let's wow. see. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. American Animal Health, they won't sell it to you. Cattle Implants at Lambert Vet, they won't sell it to you. Uh, here's one at Drugs.com, Finiplex H, that was it, for animal use. Yep. So you could get that. Looks like you can buy that. Um, there you go. So there's still people out there selling it. <laughs> Do you get real strong real fast off it? Oh, there's nothing like Trenbolone. Yeah, that's what I always heard. I never tried it. Yeah, but there's nothing like Trenbolone. But but the sides are horrible. The sides are horrible. The sides are terrible. Sleeplessness, uh, sweating, anxiety. Uh, your heart rate goes through the roof. Your blood pressure goes through the roof. It's just it, the sides are horrible. It's just not yeah. worth it. I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't use it today. Not even in small. I've had people email me and say, well, what about small doses of Tren and Enanthate? You know, because it comes in 200 milligrams. What if you just did 20 or 30 milligrams every couple of days? I wouldn't do it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it to have a stroke or a heart attack. Did I read correctly? It has some kidney-specific toxicity? I think that was for the stuff that was being home-brewed. Okay. Uh, the oral trenbolone, which was methyl, uh, either trianolone or dianolone. I think it was methyl trianolone. That was very toxic to the kidney and the livers. The liver, the liver and the kidneys, very toxic. I mean, horrible, horrible hepatic stress. So much so that people who would, would take it long term would end up with like kidney tumors and, and uh, liver tumors. But it was also more anabolic than the in- injectable as well. Yeah. Which was which was the one that didn't? Was it methyl dianolone? Yeah, I, I forget. I get so uh, designer steroids came out with methyl. I think they came out with methyl trianolone. I think methyl dianolone is the is the oral 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 form of trenbolone. I think that's it. And methyl trianolone was the one he came out with. It it didn't do nothing. I was taking five milligrams a day. It came in one milligram tablets because of the toxicity of its big brother. So they figured, well, this has to you know one milligram should not only make you amazingly strong, uh, but also is probably 
powerful in hurting the liver. And I, I mean, I was taking five milligrams a day. I didn't feel nothing, nothing from it. Nothing. I remember one of those two I tried, and it didn't do jack. It was a bust. It didn't yeah. work. I mean, it worked in the book, right? What was the name of the book that people used to look at for the anabolic? Uh, Vita. The yeah, right, the Vitatex, right. It worked in there. It said that it was like 100 times more anabolic than testosterone. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't work out that way. Nope. So, anyway, good well, discussion. Good discussion. Yeah. Great show. Great trip down memory lane. But let's hope for a better future. Yes, I'm all for better futures. All right, Rob, thanks, thanks for everything today, brother. Thank you, Joe. And we'll talk to everybody tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thank you for listening today. Bye-bye.